Hello, this is Young Money. And Trev, the ref. And we're back for another episode of the Shot Clock for all you NBA fans out there. Let's get it. What we got, okay, Young Money? Okay, man. What's up first? We got uh, the Clippers fire the uh, Doc Rivers. What's up with him? Man, they got him. They got our boy Doc. He had a nice run with the Lakers. But at the end of the day, I don't know, man. Should he be the scapegoat for everything that went wrong with the Clippers this season? Probably not. In his defense, I will say that, you know, the Clippers, I don't think they ever came ready to play. When we first started, right, and I talked about us getting into the bubble, I was like the Clippers were a team that just didn't come in with mentally ready, prepared to come and play. Montrose Harrell was going through family stuff. Lou Williams, Lemon Pepper Lou, was going through stuff with family and just not having his mindset there. Remember, this is a team that voted against continuing to play in a bubble. I don't think Kawhi came back ready to play. Paul George clearly was not ready, and he had his whole things with depression and all that type of stuff, which we can't really, you know, down him for. It happens. But, like, this is just a team where mentally you have to be mentally there and prepared to win a championship that just never came prepared and mentally ready to do that, to, to, to go about that grind. And it showed from day one in the bubble. And... I don't know. They just were never there. And unfortunately, Doc Rivers had to fall on this sword. Um, he was the one who advocated for bringing in Paul George to get Kawhi Leonard, which was odd to me considering, like, Paul George's history with, you know, Doc Rivers' family. Shh, I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and Paul George just has consistently not shown up in big moments over the years. And I, he, didn't, he did it again. He just didn't show up. Um, Lou Williams didn't show up all playoffs neither the Montrez Hero. They just didn't play well. They didn't show up. They weren't there. And I don't think that was Doc's fault. I don't think he's the type of coach who didn't try to motivate this team to get to where they needed to be. But it just didn't pan out. And their expectations were way higher than losing in the second round to the Denver Nuggets when you're up 3-1. Um, and then the reason why it, made, it was easy for, for Doc to be the scapegoat is because this is his third time. He's the only coach to lose Three playoff series being up three one. Yup. Three. This is so. <laughs> that's fact. That's rough. This you know. That's rough. And I don't. The first time I don't know. It's kind of like okay, and I feel like they were the worst team. He had the the T Mac Magic team back in the day that lost to the Pistons, which was a good team. And I was like, okay, I don't think they really were the better team, but okay, I'll, I'll give him that L. But they shouldn't have lost when it was the when he had the Clippers with Chris Paul and Blake and them against the Rockets. That was a series they should have won, and this series they should have won. So it was easy for for Doc to take the fall on this one, and I think that's what what happened here. I don't know. What you think? Um, I mean that's fair. I think that's fair for you to say that he is not, you know, the problem, right? Um. But someone needs to be a scapegoat, and he is the one. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I mean, lot, not a lot of the players came prepared to play. It's the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, people come off and on, you know. Like, they probably play maybe, like, 20 games at the max. Everyone mm-hmm. played the regular season. And, and then when the bubble comes, they didn't even really have this, like, basketball mentality back or 
you know, it's just it kind of like had this entitlement, nonchalant attitude, like, oh yeah, we're the Clippers, we're better than most people, we just come here and just turn it on and, and do what we can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was not much like chemistry and coherency in the team. Um, talents would get you get you so far, and then they didn't play together much as a team. Hopefully, um, they'll learn from this lesson that, and then move on, right? Uh, it's not right. the the uh, the problem. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I mean, their their expectations to at least go to the finals, right? Or at least play the Lakers in a Western Conference final. At least that. Yeah. And Something. he failed to do that. I think if he would, yeah, if he would just play against the Lakers or the Clippers play against the Lakers, I don't think he would, he would have gotten mm-hmm. fired. Right. At least you play the Lakers, you lose, okay. Next year, come back. Mm-hmm. But you lost to the Denver Nuggets, like, yeah, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It was a bad um, loss. That's a bad loss. Who do, you, who, do you think, yeah. who do you think they replace him with? That's the thing. Like, who, who comes in as coach now? You, the ref. Oh, I like it. Good answer. Good answer. I get my interview tomorrow, man. You already know. Well, you can't ref- be breaking secrets like that. It's going to be on ESPN tomorrow. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah, I, like I mean, put, put, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know who it would be. Maybe uh, Tyrone Liu or it will not Tyrone. be it will not be like Mike D'Antoni, right? I don't think he will come to the Clippers. No. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe Tyrone Lu. I don't know who else. I don't know who who the options are, but um, yeah. That's true. That's true. I would like the Tyrone Lu pickup. I I I agree with Tyrone Lu, and maybe like, mm, who else is out there? That's a good question. Like, who else is out there that would be ready to take on a championship caliber team like this? I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's Ron Lou. He's probably the best bet they get. He's yeah. Probably the best bet they get. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. I'm not sure where the Clippers go from here. It's gonna be interesting. Maybe they surprise us like the like the Nets did and get like a Steve Nash type of guy. They go out and get um I don't know, some retired player, pick up Chauncey Billups. I maybe they get Stan Van Gundy or Mark Jackson, something like that. I wouldn't be mad at one of those two either. You know, pull them out the booth. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. What's up? What's next, man? Uh, We got the Celtics, man. What's up with them? Oof. The Celtics. So what, what was the problem? What's the problem against the Heat? Who did, who did, what, what's the weakness, you think? Oh, they got to improve it. They, the Celtics... They broke my perfect playoff bracket by losing to Miami. They need a big man. That showed. Tice is not good enough to, you know, be a starting center on a championship caliber team. And it showed. They couldn't. They had no answer for Bam Adebayo all series. And that problem would have only gotten worse when they faced the Lakers. They have to go get a big man. Like, if they had someone like Clint Capella or if they had, like, a Rudy Gobert, then they would be legit, and that would put them over the top, in my opinion. Um, how to get a piece like that? I'm not so sure. Like, who do they trade? Corey Hayward. Not that important, significant to their team. 
Gordon they Hayward, should. maybe. Maybe they do trade Gordon Hayward for and you know send him back to Utah in a package <laughs> for Rudy Gobert. I don't know. Send, send what Hayward, Tice, and like a first round pick for Rudy. Would that work? Would that be enough? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, like Utah would not like do it. Utah. Utah would not do and and what Utah would do is secondly, Golden Hayward has uh, his contract is too big or too huge. Um. So. True. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what they do. I'm not sure what they do. Like, what other big guys are out there? Maybe, maybe they can work something out and steal Embiid from the from the Sixers. Yeah. Like, would that work? Would that work? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they can do that. But they need someone in there to protect the rim, get rebounds was a problem. Um, and that's like their Achilles heel right now. And someone to stop the bleeding. I think Jason Tatum and Kimba Walker have to be closers for them. And they did not close well for this team in the Miami Heat series or against Toronto. Like, they have too many turnovers in the late fourth quarter, and they just don't close well, which was surprising to me because they don't, it's not like they don't have star power. It's not like they, like they don't have people who have been there before. Kimba Walker's been a closer before and a very good one in college, in the NBA with the Hornets. And so has Tatum. We, we've shown and seen what this team can do with Tatum as their number one and players like Jalen Brown as a, as a two when they took – you know, LeBron and that Celtics team the seven games a few years ago as a young team. We're all looking like, who are these young kids taking LeBron and the Cavs to seven? And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, they should be better than this. I don't know. This was a confusing series to me. And I'm still surprised they lost it even without a big man. So, yeah. Part of me is like, just run it back and see what happens. But I can see it's a glaring weakness. They, they can't rebound enough. They can't defend the post enough to be legit contenders right now. They're missing one piece. Hey, the Golden State Warrior won with uh, Zaza Pachulia as the starting center. <laughs> That's fair. That's hey, fair. Hey, hey. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, they had like Steph, Clay, KD, Draymond. And then you have a center. That is fair. I mean, Zaza Pachulia, like, Kavon Louie, you know. That's fair. That's fair, and that is the only team in history that will ever do something like that. When you got a two-time MVP, one of them unanimous, you got Kevin Durant as your other player, Klay Thompson, you got the best shooting backcourt in the league, and then Kevin Durant. I don't care who you put with them, you got a chance to win a title. (laughs) Put me out there. Put me and you out there as their fourth and fifth guy. We might win a title. (laughs) The children on the the rim, or not the rim, on the, like, Half court or something. Mm-hmm. They don't need us. Just spot up. We'll just spot up somewhere. Hit a few jumpers. That's all they need, man. We could be the the the, the sixth and seventh man off the bench. You know, we, they got us. <laughs> well, yeah, That's the only team. Well, the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of like guards, but yeah, they do need a, a big man. Yeah. yeah. Who who knows, man? They get someone good, and uh, they'll be better next year. Mm-hmm. All right, man. We should talk about the Celtics now. Let's talk about the Heat. The the Heat who beat the uh, the Celtics. I mean, we think of this team right now. Like, obviously they overachieved, right? You agree? Yeah, they overachieved. This is a team that I don't think a lot of people even thought would be, you know, making it past the first or second round of the playoffs, and here they are in the championship. 
I think they had a lot of players who developed a lot quicker than we all thought. Tyler Hero's progression and ascension has been amazing. Same thing with Bam. And um, Jimmy Butler has played better than anticipated. He's always been a solid player, but I think he just found the right people and the right core group. It's a bunch of dogs in that team. They're hungry. They got a lot of heart. And this was just the perfect storm for them to make it this far, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, like, they're underdogs. They're going to be underdogs in this series against the Lakers. They are underdogs. No one's picking them to win for all the right reasons, considering they just don't have the same talent that the Lakers have, experience. They don't have the same height, star power at the top. I just don't see them winning this series, man. But this is going to be something that is still a positive for everyone on that team's legacy. Like, no one saw this coming. No one saw it coming at all. No. It, it only helps. This will be a great experience for them in the future with that young team that they have. And who knows? Maybe they get back there in a year or two if they add another piece or they just continue to develop along this this upward trend that you got going on, man. What you think? You like them? You like the Heat in this squad as constructed? Uh, I mean, they did overachieve, right? I mean, they have odds of, like, less than 1% chance of making the, the NBA Finals this, like, preseason, right? Less than 1%. And here they, here they are, and the, the chance of winning against the Lakers, not so high. Mm-hmm. Not so high. Uh, I mean, you know, the, uh, the Heat. They got a lot of dogs in them, right? The, according to Jimmy Butler, he said, "Uh, yeah, we got all, we got, we got our team's all dogs, and the biggest dog is uh, is Pat Riley." <laughs> so, <laughs> so Pat Riley becomes the big dog here. Um, I mean, if they win, I mean, it'll be like one of the uh, unknown, not unknown, but one of the obscure teams that will win you know no one expected them like one of those like march madness cinderella story like oh yeah like this remind me of when detroit piston in 04 right against the lakers uh oh. when the piston had like you know the two wallaces tyson prince richard hamilton and chunchy billups like who mm-hmm. thought they, they they beat the mighty Lakers, at that time, Shaq and Kobe did not like each other, you know, they didn't play much, you know, coherency, but now right. AD, and right now it's different, you have AD and LeBron, they, you know, pretty much, the, they are like the same caliber, uh, t- uh, talent, but LeBron and AD seem to like one another, so, yeah, I don't think, I don't think there's much hope for the Heat, mm-hmm. but they still have a shot, a slight shot, not, not a big one, so. Yeah, with that being said, let's talk about the Heat. Let's talk about the Lakers, man. So what, what do you think if um, if they do win or lose, what will happen to LeBron's legacy? Oh, man. Well, he can't lose this series. He's already got so many finals losses on his record that people bash him for. Couple, a couple of them haven't been the best. Yeah, 3-6. Three, 3-6, six. Three, six. that's your boy, right? No, <laughs> no that's not my boy. <laughs> I mean, like some of the, I feel them against the Golden State Warriors. I mean, those are rough. Yeah. Against KD, yeah, those you can't really. Those two, yeah, like, no one was beating that Warriors team. I mean, like he, they lost twice to the Warriors. I mean, no, no one could have beat the Warriors. Those, I mean, 
Yeah, even though you got even though you got Zaza plus Chulia as your starter starter center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are very few very few championship teams in history that I would think would have a shot of beating that Warriors team. So yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't blame him for that one. But he he lost to the Mavericks though, right? Yep. That Mavericks loss is bad. Dirk went crazy. They still shouldn't have lost. They had a bad loss one year to the the Spurs that were aging. Um. What other series did they lose? They lost twice to the Spurs. When it was twice, the yo- yeah. when it was a young gun, I mean, he was just yeah. like new puppy to you know. They were, yeah. But you go against like Greg Popovich though, so that's fair. Still, man, that Heat team was not supposed to lose any championships. They were supposed to be like the Warriors. They just didn't put it together that way. Oh, they were so two now, and two. They were two and two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, with yeah. the Heat team, the Heat team, they were two and two. Yeah, that's not that's they all the smack they were talking. Not five, not six. Ooh. But seven, Love LeBron. Now you, yeah, they were talking too much, and now now you got a chance here. You have the best, probably second guy in Anthony Davis that you've ever had in your career. I, some would debate that Anthony Davis is the best player on that team right now. You can't lose to a Miami Heat team that has nobody on you or AD's level. Like, you can't lose that series. If, if LeBron loses this series, barring injury from him or AD or just him or AD, he has to be kicked out of the best ever conversation. And I hate to say that because I don't like putting it on someone in, like, one series. But barring a major injury to him or Anthony Davis, if he in this – Lakers team loses this series, he can't be mentioned the same breath as Michael Jordan anymore. I don't want to hear it. It's that simple. Don't want to hear it. If he wins, it helps his legacy a little bit. A little bit. But outside of that, they, they can't lose it. What you think, man? Um, If he loses, then it will still... I mean, it won't tarnish his legacy that much, but but three and seven versus four and six, right? Mm-hmm. If he if he does win, he'll be the you know the first, probably the first um, player to be to win three championships in uh, three teams, three different teams. But also, if he win the NBA's finals, it'd probably be the same for him too. So, mm-hmm. um, some people like some people have him in the goats conversation, right? Because of what he has done so far. Because of longevity in his stats and and even to even ten finals in the that's past true. lot that is true. in eleven years this is that's amazing. Um, yeah. but it's only three and six. But it's only three and six. Uh, so I mean, uh, if he does win, I still don't think he's the goat yet. Yeah. He's not Michael Jordan's level, uh, in my opinion. Not because I'm biased, but you know, Jordan never lost a, a championship final, so Correct. yeah. Uh, I think if he lo- if he wins, he only add a little bit to his legacy. If he loses, only minutes small, so it's not like a huge jump or small jump. Maybe like a couple percent, you know, for right. plus or minus. Plus or minus, maybe like two to three percent. So. 
Yeah, I mean, that's it. I think uh, he has a good chance to win again, so. Yeah, yeah. They should win this one. All right, man. So, game one, we, we're, we're dots tonight. Oh, man. <laughs> game one. Lakers just came out and they just handed it to the Heat. I think LeBron and Anthony Davis came out ready to snatch the Miami Heat's heart and soul from their bodies, and they did that. Like, I have not seen Anthony Davis and LeBron, Anthony Davis in particular, that hyped up and just hungry and nasty, trash talking Bam and and Jay Crowder. And I'm like, dude, these like these Lakers, they're ready to play, they're ready to ball. And they're not taking anything for granted. And the Heat just don't have the talent to keep up. Like, it just showed throughout game one. They could have easily 30-piece the Miami Heat in this game. But they laid off in the last, in the fourth quarter, playing the reserves and stuff like that. And it just was bad from the start. Well, not from the start. The Heat did jump out on them early, and they were up like 23-10 to 10 to start the game. But then after that, it was all L.A., all L.A., and it just shows how much better the Lakers are as a team from top to bottom and their top-level talent. And I just don't think that the Heat can do anything with them. You know, they are the – the Miami Heat is a their, – their top three are all, like, poor man versions of the Lakers' top three. Like, you can't tell me Bam is in a poor man's AD. Jimmy Butler is a poor man's LeBron. And Dragic – I'll give Dragic his – pretty much on the same level as Rondo now, or if not a little bit better. He's a better scorer. But, like, outside of that, Rondo's the better defender, the better passer, the more IQ ball player. And I just don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't know how they win this game. Like, does Tyler Hero turn into, like, the next coming of freaking Scottie Pippen? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what else they can do to win this series. They'd have to have some... Some craziness happened. Does it, they need Andre Iguodala to turn back the clock six years? Like that's <laughs> going to be the type of thing that's going to take for them to have a chance in this series, and this is not going to happen. Not going to happen. He got turned off. You know when he played against LeBron, he, he won a defensive. Uh, I mean, sorry, the uh, NBA Finals. Uh, yeah. When I mean, he won an NBA Finals, right, with the Warriors, and he was the Finals MVP. I mean, he's not going to turn up. Turn up. Turn back that. He's not gonna do that. And Bam, <laughs> and right. Bam, and Bam's not gonna average like thirty-four points, ten rebounds, yeah. or like eight assists for the next five, six games. I mean, like, really? Yeah, this was a game that showed me like how little the teams in the East have in the post because Bam was dominating in the post throughout the East. This game, he had, I think, like four rebounds against the Lakers. Like, that's – what? That's that's not going to get it done. This this was the game also that showed me that the big man is still relevant. Shout out to my boy Shaquille O'Neal, who's probably smiling right now. I told you the big man is still relevant. You know, he's <laughs> – they're still relevant. You need bigs. Big guys get the rebounds. They protect the paint. They make things difficult. You can't teach height. And – that's showing, man. Bam, he ain't used to this. The Lakers got some length. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't. If if I'm a coach, and it looked, it showed all over Eric Spoelstra's face. If you looked at him throughout on the bench, 
in the second half, he was just grasping for straws, pulling his hair out on the bench and rubbing all the skin off his lips, trying to figure out what do you do? He's like, he doesn't know what to do. There's nothing he can do. He doesn't have the pieces to compete with this Lakers team at all. It's over. Yeah, I mean, the zone defense didn't work. AD was killing, right? LeBron yeah. was killing. They're ranking threes like like nobody. You know, they were shooting the threes. You know how much they were shooting for percentage from threes? <laughs> What's that? 60. Ooh, 60%. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Nope. Lights out. Lights <laughs> out. Was that the KCP? KCP was balling. Oh, they were They were 60% early on. Wow. They, 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 they were shooting wow. something like that. They were shooting 60%. But, but they kind of slowed down a little bit. They shot only 40% now. Sorry, it's 40%. But, 40%. yeah. But yeah, I mean, like they were up like thirty points. They, they had like sixty percent of just raining threes, and then the lead was so big. Is like whatever. At one point, they were shooting sixty sixty percent. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do, man. Uh, what so they? Who you got? Well, I still got the Lakers, but the Heat. Yeah. What the Heat needs to do is the zone's not working. They gotta play man to man. No. Mm-hmm. Like, they need to guard man to man. Zone's not really working. It, I mean, it works only against the East, right? You Giannis and yeah. the Celtics, but LeBron is too smart for that. He's just too <laughs> smart. He would pick, you know, he's just too smart for this. And they got yeah. out rebound. Then they got out rebounded, right? Mm-hmm. Fifty-four rebounds all- to thirty-six rebounds, like. I mean, you got outplay every. Huh? Yeah, you're right. Like you got to rebound if you're gonna play a zone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, AD is killing on 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 offensively and defensively, and he got a lot of rebounds. So does LeBron. So, mm-hmm. well, it may be Lakers in five or six. They maybe six if he gets lucky in one game. That's why I see it. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? I agree. I, I, originally, I had. Lakers in six, but I think I want to adjust that a little bit and say Lakers in like five or four. Four, that yeah, a, a sweep. Yep, go ahead and sweep them up out of here. Let's go ahead and get ready for the next season. See if we can get KD and Kyrie Irving back in the building <laughs> with also the Warriors. Come on, Steph and Clay. I want to see some real ballers come back next year. See if the Lakers can do it again. The Lakers got lucky this year. They didn't play the Clippers. Yeah. They didn't play the Clippers. KD and Kyrie were hurt. Steph and Clay were hurt. Can someone say asterisks? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sorry, LeBron. <laughs> it, it is 2020, so you can say that you have that excuse for any day. Yeah. Why, why they won 2020? Why did they exactly. lose? COVID? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. All right, man. That's all we got for you uh, tonight. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we talk about the finals and, and NBA coaching. Uh, and next week, we just talk more about the finals, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully, they still play. <laughs> <laughs> right? We'll see. <laughs> they make it that part. It may be done by Tuesday. 
Uh, you never know. I, I think they still could climb. You never know. We'll All see. right. All right, man. Hope we, yeah, peace out, guys. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Bye. Until next week. Bye. Later.